Welcome back to episode 20. Welcome back. <laughs> this is episode 23 of Chronologics Takeoster. 17 minutes. 17 minutes. Lucky number 17. It is. We are recording at Studio 212 on uh, South Lake Union in Seattle, Washington. This is a production of the Soundcasting Network. I am Robert Stills, and with me is. Hello, Echo Hawk. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry for the lateness, tardiness. Yeah, we're in our schedules, man. Oh, fuck. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, our schedules, she got moved to nighttime, and I am during the daytime, and it's summer here, and I am tired. So tired. Yeah. Uh, Was it last week I was, was like, so happy about the sunshine? Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, fuck the sun. Oh, no, I love it. Oh, no. So all about it. We're up in the studio right now. We had the blinds open, uh, and I was like, shut that thing. Turn this into a cave. (laughs) I, I wanted them open. He just shut it. <laughs> yeah, what's it feels like a long time since we recorded. What's been up? Um, work has been crazy. Um, we're having a major turnover. Holy shit. Like major. I'm gonna be pretty much the only person left. Uh was a sous chef, head chef? That's no, I'm still going to be the same position, but no, I'm saying that is your sous chefs. Oh leaving. yeah, sous chefs and head chef are all going to be leaving. I feel like I should drink this rum. You should, yeah. Uh, and so it's it's a major <sighs> fire. Jeez, yeah, that face was not pleasant looking. Um, yeah. By the time I go back to work next week on Sunday. My two sous chefs will no longer be there, and my executive chef, I don't know when he's leaving, but it's, I don't know, I give him like another two months maybe. He has hired another guy who, I don't know, I've only worked with him one day, so I don't know, he's... He's okay. Get this. Keith, our super uber producer, owner of the Soundcasting Network, Uh his executive chef who's been breaking, he works at a restaurant in a neighborhood uh, or city known as Kirkland across the water. We call them bridge and tunnel people. Mm-hmm. They live about, I don't know, 30 minutes away. Uh, well, he's been breaking his balls, and he had since put in his two-week notice because she's a ball breaker, and he's not with it. I don't, he's already stressed out. She walked out. Uh-huh. She'd been there maybe two weeks. Uh, walked out before service. Not after service. Oh. But this was yesterday. I just talked to him about it today. I, I don't know, but that is, that's not a good look, homie. No, it is not. Now, did you know your chef was leaving? No, I didn't. Um, I found out like two days before this other guy showed up. So they hired a new head chef. Uh-huh. And he started already. Uh-huh. The other head chef is gone. No, he's like training. training. Yeah. So this guy is like sous chef right now. And then he will become exec chef. Hired on as sous chef. Yes. Uh, And he's stepping into the role. He was hired specifically to step into the uh, head chef position. Specifically to step in as head chef. And so if you're looking for a job. (laughs) <laughs> damn, we're hiring. Damn that damn, weather. Damn the weather is hiring uh, um, a dishwasher because our dishwasher also quit. <laughs> a good dishwasher is hard to find, man. It is. Man, if you, yeah. So, 
if they pay dishwashers more, man, you might get some quality kids up in there. Right? Yeah, I don't know how much they get. What uh, do you know where your what's going? Where your head chef is going? Uh, he wants to move to Portland. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So he's his girlfriend's going with him because she's at the restaurant his girlfriend, too. Yeah, his girlfriend is going to go with They're gonna him. Make it happen. They are. It's, you know, they're such a cute couple. It's that restaurant industry relationship that's going to make it. It is. I I think they are really going to make it. They're like super cute together. I don't know, man. It's I guess you guys understand each other. You yeah. Know, what you have to go through. Yeah. Um. Okay, that's what's going on. Your that work is what's going on. My work. Man, nothing exciting. It is summertime, and uh, people cannot. We're just not clicking. Everybody's just not clicking. It's you know. I don't want to. Not gonna shout anybody out by name. That's not how I do. It's just not clicking, man. You got to find the right people that work well together. Maybe it's me. I don't know. I just try to do my job and shut the fuck up, get my money, and be out. But I don't know, man. It's crazy. I was talking to my operations manager today and I was just like I don't know I don't know man and he's like day by day he's like he was <laughs> like I used to say I take it week by week but lately it's been day by day and I was is it like, hour by hour and I was like I just smile through the pain <laughs> I just smile <laughs> we're doing fine everything's great 40 minute ticket times 40 minute ticket times no problem for a sandwich, yes. Oh. There's nothing I can do about it. I can't, and I'm not, we're all, you know, we're one team. You know, some people don't fail to realize that. And I try to keep that mindset. But at the same time, I'm like, I can't do everything. And, you and, and, and you know, one part of the kitchen, one, one weak link, it can bring down it the can, whole. It can fuck you over so bad. Yeah, I posted I posted a good video on our Facebook page. You should go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh Grandpa long sick mister backslash uh, suck my balls, uh, but it talks about the brigade system and how everybody works together and uh, to make the kitchen run. Yeah, it's a good article or a good video. So is it just because they they don't have enough experience, or because they aren't hustling, or because they just don't Dis- disorga- care, disorganized? Yeah, or... I mean I'm a messy cook too, but there's a method behind my madness. Yeah. I know what's going on. I feel like some people just are lost and don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Rookie mistakes, too. Rookie yeah. mistakes. So, like, one of the things that was kind of screwing me over when I was doing prep was that I didn't have a plan when I when I was going in, right? And I was just kind of, like, running in circles. Do you think that's what is happening? That they don't have a plan? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's some people there that just don't, I mean, they just don't get it or they don't listen. Or they're hard-headed, or they think they know everything, and they don't want mm-hmm. to listen. S- same mistakes over and over and over again. Uh, today, <laughs> this fool put in a plastic ramekin in the oven. Like a to-go? No. It, if it was to-go, it would be a little bit worse. No, one that stays, one that it was the side of okay. coleslaw. They wanted a side of coleslaw, and I put it up on a pan that needed to go be in, in the oven. They wanted uh, no bread. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, it was for a pastrami sandwich. They just wanted uh, extra sauerkraut, cheese, and a side of sauerkraut. So I just put the sauerkraut on the pan like the sandwich shape, mm-hmm. cheese, and then a side on it. And I said, the ticket's weird, but they want extra sauerkraut and a side. And he goes, it's okay to put it in the oven like this. And I went, yeah, man. I'm thinking he's just the no bread one. Mm-hmm. And 
he pulls it out and I look and I go, you didn't put that in the oven, did you? And he was like, yeah, I asked you if it was okay. And I was like, I thought you were talking about the kraut alone with nothing, no bread. And he was like, no, I was like, dude, you can't put plastic in the oven. Oh, geez. And he's like, oh, shit. And so I ask my oh, lead operation manager, I go, you sat there and you watched him put that in the oven. Yeah. How did you watch somebody? You're my boss. Mm-hmm. Watch him put that in the oven. And he's like, I thought maybe you knew what you were talking about. Like they oh. were oven safe or something. And I was like, no, man, it's plastic. <laughs> and then the order's up and I go, yo, where's that? Where yeah. Where's the kraut, no bread with the cheese on it? He goes, I threw it away. There was plastic all over it. And I go, were you going to ask for a refire or anything? <sighs> were you going to let me know that we needed that ASAP? And he's like, on the fly, dude. I mean, yo, homie. Like, do they do they know that terminology on the fly? Eighty six. Supposedly, supposedly. I mean, I don't. Want, I'm not breaking his balls. Like, whatever shit happens, and I I laughed about it. I couldn't laugh. Like, I melted shit. He's melted shit before too. I, he's put to go ramekins in there, <laughs> and it's kind of cool because you pull it off, and it's just all melty. And I'm like, fire, good. <laughs> Plastic with fire, bad, <laughs> harmful toxins, whatever. So that's my work update. I don't know. I went to hang out with some industry friends the other day. You know, they're all uh, sous chefs or line cooks, whatnot. You know, a couple of them. All right. It was uh, the big tuna's birthday. So okay. we I know. Out. I'm so bummed I missed that. Yeah. Congratulations to our homeboy, uh, Applejack, AJ. He's yes. CDC now. Congratulations. I'm very proud was, of you. I don't know if he listens to the show. Hopefully he's cut back on his drinking a little bit. But uh hey now. it was funny. <laughs> it was funny because we were all sitting it made me super depressed because, you know, industry kids get together. That's kind of why I do this show. Uh so I don't have to sit around after I get off work and talk about food. I can come to a specific place and talk about it. And all my friends can hear me bitch about everything. Everybody says I'm so negative on the show. So I'm going to try to be a little bit more positive, but it made me hella depressed <laughs> because we're all talking about food and what's going on and what's good and how you're, you know, like our opening of our yeah. show, exactly like the opening of our show. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, really cool. Oh yeah. You just changed your brunch menu. Oh, and I'm just like, I make sandwiches. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> so it's fine. I mean, that's not my you know my main goal in life. I'm just in there to make my money. Uh, I get to live my life outside somewhat. I have a lot of fun outside of work. My life isn't in the restaurant, which it becomes. So I'm happy about that, but I'm unhappy that I'm not cooking dope food. Yeah. I get to cook at my girlfriend's house. I cook you for do, my friends. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you do have a life outside of work, which not a lot of people in the restaurant industry have. No. And I'm drink some more rum. <laughs> this shit is strong. How, how big of a shot did this, he pour it, you? It's pretty big. It Dang. smells good, but it he tastes like far. A, he, he must have poured a shot for me and for you. Uh, but I don't drink rum, so. Out of my Starbucks yeah. mug. Yeah. So ghetto. We're ghetto here at the Soundcasting <laughs> Network. Uh, yeah, he only brought three like nice glasses. Shout out to our drinking podcast on the network, How yes. to Be a Better Drinker. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I like their post online. I do, too. Like, Here's how you be a better drinker. Go mm-hmm. sit in the sun at <laughs> Safeco Field, watch the Mariners win, and drink a high life. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right, let's get on to it. 
finally. I know everybody in the out there has been listening, or maybe not listening. Our listening has went down. We haven't been on to it. The, yeah. Keith blames it on the Instagram posts, but. but okay, I cannot be posting all the time <laughs> at work anymore, okay? But those of you who are listening, we're finally going to finish up the Cook series on Netflix. I know you guys have been just like begging and like crying about it. Episode no, not. Episode 4 uh is uh what was it? Earth. Earth. Um yeah, but before we get to that, I just want to go over this real quick. I'm uh kind of upset about something. I got to look more into it. I don't know if it's true. I'm assuming it's true. But France has stopped all production on foie gras. Foie gras? Foie gras. Foie gras. Foie gras. Uh, yeah, they, they stopped production on um, foie gras, all foie gras last week uh, until August because yes. of the bird flu, H1N1. Yes. Yes. Uh, they say that France produces up to 75% of the world's foie. A lot. Yeah, that is a hell of a lot. That's considerable amount. Um, yeah, but we make it in the states here now too. So, mm-hmm. uh, but they say because of that, uh, the price is going to uh, increase Skyrocket. exponentially. Um, they say the um, nine. There's gonna be nine million less ducks and or geese on the market. Right. Uh, because of this in, in a, the calendar year. Um, up to about 4,000 people are going to be laid off work. Yeah, which is super unfortunate. Yeah, it affects, affects a lot of people. It, uh, yeah. Uh, also, it affects us in our stomachs. Put foie on everything. Yeah. Um, I'm not a super huge... I don't like the... Mm, so creamy. The taste all that much. It is nice and it's creamy. delicious. I, I do like the texture. I'm not a super <laughs> huge fan of the taste. Had some good pate yesterday. It was delicious. <laughs> Uh, they said that uh, breeders are going to be out around $150,000. But they are going to be compensated for that, which I think is pretty nice. France? The government's going to do it? Yeah. I should move to France, man. Mm. I'm, move, I'm moving out of uh, uh, United States if Trump doesn't win. I've, I've heard that from a lot of people. If Trump doesn't win, I'm out of here, man. Clinton, can't do it, man. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I'm voting for. I'm feeling the burn when I pee. <laughs> you can get that checked out then. <laughs> okay. You can go to the doctor. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to Cooked Episode 4. We're finally wrapping it up, people. I know this is the one you've been waiting on. In like two and a half months. <laughs> All right. You want to go quick overview of the, the show? Okay, so it was all about fermentation. They yeah, did why not the fuck talk are they about like anything else about Earth? What I don't understand this fucking series. I've read his stuff before, his books before, and they're going to super detail. They're pretty good. He's a decent writer. His show doesn't make sense though. Yeah, the the titles to these shows don't make sense. I mean, I guess I can like kind of understand why fermentation went into the title, but because you're burying not, it, yeah, but you're not burying everything, not, yeah. Yeah, and it like, I yeah, I don't know. That's the only connection that I can make to the Earth. It overall, it's a decent series. I'm gonna give. What would your rating of the series? I'm gonna give it a 72 percent. Oh, I would definitely give it an A. No, there is a lot of really good information in this. It's yeah, but it, the only reason I liked it is because it looks beautiful. It was no, it was really really. They well didn't done. go, but they didn't go into super detail about a bunch of that shit. Well, That's they what couldn't I, go into a lot of detail. It why? wouldn't be. Then they didn't make such, it. Lot, it's like a short. It's like a short yeah. documentary, very short. It, but technically, sure. it's not. It's four hours. Well, it's a 
a small series. That's Whatever. What it is. Yeah, this was by far my favorite episode of the series. Uh, but <laughs> ah, the light is on. Light. <laughs> like it got so dark all of a sudden. I know. Uh, this was by far my favorite episode of the series, but it's my least favorite when it comes to cooking. I do not like fermentation. I really like fermented foods. I think they're delicious. Uh, that whale blubber. Well, but blubber is not fermented. <laughs> they they do ferment it. They what's it called when they ferment it? Like shark muck duck. Muck duck. Muck duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I went to I went to your sister's uh, the oh, Chief Seattle Chief, Club. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, there's there. some beautiful stuff in there. I was there for Art Walk. Yeah, they had like naked like Aztec warriors. And they were talking about how, you know, a lot of those are Native Americans from the, mm-hmm. the U.S. that had just migrated south mm-hmm. because some, maybe something went bad with the tribe or and it's like, you know, he's kind of looking for greener pastures. Yeah. And then they got down to Mexico. And we're like, this was up. Yep. And that one room, that round room. That, yeah, it's beautiful. So that chocolate. Oh, that was a good one. The fermented uh, cacao. Yeah. Yeah. So hit it up. Give some people some info about the show. All right, so a third of our food is diet. I mean, is diet <laughs> is, is fermented. Um, really? Is that really? Yeah. I was surprised by that that number, too. Yeah. You well, don't I think mean, about it. You, yeah, if you don't, like, soy sauce is fermented, um, ketchup has fermented stuff in it. You know, like, a lot of little things that we eat is fermented. Jeez, just knocking things over. Um. Yeah, like you said, chocolate is fermented. That's how we get chocolate. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I knew that, but I'd never think about it. Ever. Oh, that was a beautiful process. Of course. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, the whole process of how you, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and, you know, beer is fermented. A lot of people know that. Um, they... So kimchi is, uh, they say the lactic acid creates good bacteria um, and it kills the bad bacteria. Um, it also creates like a lot of really good vitamins like B12 and vitamin C. Um, I thought this was kind of funny. Uh, the same bacteria that uh, fermentation creates is the same bacteria in armpits and feet. Uh, I that was gross. Stinky cheeses. Funny, yes. Um, yeast is one of the lead decomposers. Um, they went to this um, uh, abbey in Connecticut, um, and they talked to Sister Noelle Costellino. I cannot. I'm terrible with names. Um, she has a PhD in microbiology, and she makes Bethlehem cheese. A microbiologist, none. Yes. That was pretty cool. They, Yeah, I was like, and what was the, the motto of that nunnery was pray during the day, work all night, something like something, that. Yes, I, I can't remember. But she was like, I choose to make cheese. And I was like, you are dope. Yeah. Yeah. And Too bad you're spending all your days praying. 
<laughs> but they raise, but on uh, at the nunnery, what's it's an abbey called Abbey Regina Lauri. But they they have their own farm. They have their own beef. They have it's their a own and it's a pork. huge they have huge farm. Own, yeah, own vegetables, fruits. It's like pretty, everything. Yeah, and they she started to make this cheese, and it like wasn't really working out. And then she contacted this one um, one lady who was making cheese from France and she was like no you need to make this cheese from this wooden barrel old school like old yeah you can't do it with all this newfangled equipment you have to do it old school and it was coming out like delicious and so it's made with um, raw milk and with an uncooked natural rind just simple French technique and it's being sold um, and and the health department was like having a freak out. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta bend rules. You gotta know how to bend rules. Every restaurant does it out Uh there. I mean, I love, I love, love, love the health department. We all cannot wait till they come and visit our restaurant. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so we love it when they come and visit our restaurant, but we know as soon as we walk through the door, we get phone calls. Uh, about when they're popping up or when they're in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And you know what things, we know what you're doing wrong. Oh, yeah. We know what we're doing right. For sure. So some of that stuff needs to be hidden. I <laughs> My health card, I shouldn't be admitting this on air, but my health card uh, expired. My food handler's permit. Okay. And, oh, mine's about up. Yeah, and about we it. were like, okay, so if the health department comes, I'm clocking out for break. <laughs> I'm not here. Yeah. So, yeah, we um, we know what to do. But she she got around it, and she's doing a great job. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they have a great uh, relationship now with the health department because they're like, well, you are like know exactly what you're doing. Um, and. Yeah, it was. I think that it was. It was a really good fermentation. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. I, I think I did a pickling recipe. I've done a couple pickling recipes on. You have. It's fun to experiment at your house with these kinds of things. Uh, my girlfriend's father has been experimenting, making uh, jams and preserves and uh, pickling thingamajiggers. He's brought us all sorts of cool, like pickled Japanese turnips and stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting fellow. What's yeah. up? <laughs> Double G. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's it, I, it was one of my favorite. Episodes. I recommend it. I don't know. I don't know. 72 out of 100 is what I gave it. Yeah. It's not so bad. Is that a C? It's a D. That's a, no, that's a, that's a C. That's a, a C? A D is in the 60s, I believe. That's a C. Yeah. That's a C. I was a D student. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't, but I was an F student. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Okay, uh, now we wanted to end the show with uh, a little bit of information. Yeah. Something to, uh, you know, for all the cooks out there, all the chefs that listen to the show. I don't know, is this all over the United States? Or is it- oh, this is all over the United States. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kick some is, knowledge to them. This, okay, I'm going to try. This Wanna is... <laughs> Yo, go to your... <laughs> I've been um, requested. My friends have said that they'll listen to the show. They're like, "We li- well, I'll listen to your show. Just don't rap. Don't sing. <laughs> oh, wow. That is... Okay. Um, okay, so this is from... Sorry, this is with the um, James Beard Foundation. Who we went over last week. Yes. 
and it's called the Chef's Boot Camp for Policy. And it is, you can sign up, you can apply, and they pick whoever, I don't know, they, they deem worthy, I guess. Um, but it's for people who want to know more about food policy and want to know how to be involved and want to like be better about it. Um, laws and you, things of that nature, environmental impact. <clears throat> yes, all of the above. Um, you go to a specific location. Um, it's different camps around the country um, at specific times of the year. And um, you can go onto the James Beard uh, Foundation website and get um, look up Chef's Boot Camp. Yes, and get all of the information. Um, but just a quick overview is Pretty interesting. Yeah, with uh, yeah, I wish I was a good enough chef for them to pick me. Um, so what do you, see, why do you talk? Why do you put yourself down like that? I hate it when you do that. The, uh, well, I mean, the why people, do you say shit like that? The people that I watched the video. The There's people, probably some fucking shit chefs that go to this thing who are fucking arrogant as fuck and think their food is fucking the best thing since fucking sliced Wonder Bread. And we all know sliced Wonder Bread is shit. So don't don't do that. Okay. Just because somebody goes to this thing or it, it, you know works it is calls herself a chef. What was that mean the other day? Just because you wear a chef's coat does not make you a chef. That's true. Jesus, don't do that. Why do you cut yourself so short? I, I don't know. Go to I, it. I appreciate Go your, to this. I appreciate your conference. This is how you become a better chef. <laughs> this is how it you, is. you know, part of the reason I do this show is so I can talk to fucking dope people and be better, learn more. Don't do that shit. It pisses me off. You know that. I appreciate your confidence. Okay. So. Okay. So with each gathering, they talk about. Um, gathering of the Juggalos? <laughs> Yeah, that's what they do. They paint their faces and they dress up as clowns. Um, but no, they uh, go to the uh, butcheries and different farms. They get um, talked to from different policymakers and different uh, farmers who are all about organic growing and they also cook together and they live together and it's for like seven days I believe and they just talk all about how to be better policymakers in in our food world um, let me read this off there so it says each gathering of the chef's boot camp encompasses a geographically culturally and demographically diverse group of 15 chefs it's a unique destination to facilitate group cohesion Policy and media training by industry and political experts on specific food system topics. Hands-on activities that engage chefs with local natural resources, such as harvesting and visiting visits to local farms, slaughterhouses, fisheries, and other producers. A collaborative dinner prepared by all the participating chefs. Educational sessions about pressing food system topics, such as the farm bill or sustainable fisheries. Exposure to campaigns of partner partner organizations such as the Pew Charitable Trust campaign against antibiotic overuse in livestock. Strategy brainstorming about effective actions, points, and next steps. It kind of sounds indoctrinating the the culinary world with, you know, I don't know. It's I would go. I don't think I'd drink the Kool Aid, but I would go. I wonder how much it costs. Yeah, uh, I didn't see how much it would cost. Probably a lot. 
Well, let's apply to it. <laughs> apply right now. We're going to apply. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, that's going to bring us to the end of our show, and we're going to end the show with our ingredient of the week. Bam. Okay. This week, uh, Halal picked out um, coffee. Yeah. Why did you pick out coffee? Because you were probably tired? Um, Because I was drinking it at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, ladies first. Kick it down. All right. Cool. Um, so this is a sauce. So saucy. So you want two tablespoons of shallot minced. Um, a quarter cup. Sorry, a half a cup of red wine. Uh, two tablespoon or sorry, to taste of chocolate chopped. To taste. To taste. What to taste? Um, you can put as much or as little in it as you want. To taste. Okay. Um, one cup of really strong coffee. Um, a quarter cup of balsamic, and two taste of garlic minced. So you want to sweat the shallot and the garlic. And then once that's cooked nicely, you want to add the rest of the ingredients, stirring until the chocolate is melted. And then you can serve that with a nice grilled medium rare steak. Delicious. Chocolate sauce. Mm Mm-hmm. Chocolate coffee sauce. Chocolate coffee sauce. All right. I've been keeping it kind of simple lately. Mainly because I've been feeling really lazy. <laughs> so, Are you going to step your game up? No. <laughs> okay. Going back to easy. Well, I'm just thinking. There's some people I've talked to. I'm like, hey, that was a good idea. I used it on this. It's fun. I don't try to go too hard. Um, so we're going to do a uh, coffee braised short rib. Mm. It's, it's braising. Yeah. It's simple. You're going to need about three to five pounds of short ribs. I don't know. That's probably going to be about you know, six to eight pieces, depending on the size of yeah. the short rib. Um, you're going to need some olive oil, cup white wine, one cup of strong black coffee, a large onion, four cloves of garlic that is roughly chopped, about three tablespoons of chili flakes. Uh, you can go up or down depending on how spicy you want it. And about five sprigs of sage. Uh, also salt and pepper to taste. Uh, so what you're going to do is you're going to get a pan. You're going to throw some olive oil in a, I would say cast iron, but any kind of heavy duty pan. Mm-hmm. You are going to uh, heat that olive oil up. You're going to sear off all four sides of those short ribs. Get some color on it. Nice, nice color. Yeah, nice color. You're going to pull that off. Uh, I don't know, pat it dry, whatever. Turn down the heat a little bit. You're going to toss in your onions and your rough rough chop, chopped garlic. Uh, you can throw your sage in there now. You can throw your sage in later. You can throw your sage on when it's done. However you want to do. I don't really care. <laughs> I'd probably am lazy, so I'd probably, I don't know, it depends on who I'm serving it to. I'd probably just put it in the sauce. But you can put the sage in at any point. Uh, you're going to want to cook those, get them nice and translucent. Maybe a little bit of color on them. I don't care. You want to pour in your white wine and your coffee. You want to bring it up to a simmer. And then you're going to want to toss your short ribs in a slow cooker. Uh, you could do it in the oven, but I say just put it in the slow cooker. Uh, you're going to put it in there. You're going to toss your white wine coffee mixture, uh, scrape up all the bottom parts, pour it over your short ribs. You are going to... those bottom parts. Yeah, scrape up all the, the bits and pieces of the thing on the jiggers. Uh, then you're going to pour that <laughs> over your short ribs. It's a technical term. You're going to cook it on high for, I don't know, four hours? Maybe? <laughs> three and a half? 
Just depends what you want to do. You can pull them out and put them in the oven so they get on top. You know, I don't know, so it gets a little hard on top so it doesn't fall apart so much. Um, yeah, there you go. I'd put that into a bowl over some mashed potatoes or something. Pour my uh, sauce over a little drizzle, drizzle, drobble, drobble of the sauce. Mm. And then put a fresh sprig of sage on top of it. And yeah. then smash it over somebody's head. <laughs> Don't do that. No, eat it up. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, yeah, sorry for being late again. Well, our tardiness is not. To <laughs> <laughs> it's not on purpose, guys. Yeah, I don't know. Just conflicting schedules. It sucks. That's what happens in the industry. This is why you don't ever get to see your girlfriend. And she's technically almost like a girlfriend because <laughs> pretty much this is dating somewhat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I've been we can get some messages on uh, private messages on uh, Facebook and Instagram still going pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are going to be grill. How long steak mister on Instagram? Yeah. Grill. How long steak mister? <laughs> what about Twitter? How long steak? Mister? Oh, how long steak, Mister? Yeah, uh, we can we, be read. We, we can be reached at uh, <laughs> by email at grillhowlongsteakmister at gmail dot com. That's Mister with an M R, not M I S T E R. Mm-hmm. Which somehow Keith thought people would be confused. Yeah, I don't know. Love them. Uh, also, we are available on <laughs> Google Play now. So if you don't have a SoundCloud, SoundCloud app or an Apple, uh, you can find us at the Google Play Store. Nice. Um, yeah, we encourage everybody to go like our page on Facebook and subscribe to us on follow us on SoundCloud subscribe to us on iTunes and we'll uh, see you folks next week next week <laughs> or next week that, that rum's kicking in <laughs> thank you bye grill how long steak mister five minutes out eat a dick bitch